Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you ready for a growth spurt? Well, I've got one for you today. One to two times a month, I'll give you a short message that I am calling a growth spurt that will help you narrow in on our focus of the month in ways that are bite-sized and super applicable right away. So let's jump on in. I am so happy to be here. I had two great growth spurts planned for you, but then I got really sick again. Um, we just had a weird winter that way. And you know, usually I don't get sick very often, but it's been one of those winters where I've just gotten sick quite a lot. So I'm going to save my other growth spurt for next month, and it's going to be the perfect match to our theme, which I can't wait to tell you about. And today, our growth spurt is about how to guard your yeses. Before we do that, I want to remind you if you have been thinking about overcoming your procrastination tendencies and wondering how to do that. On Monday night, which you might be listening to this on Monday, this is the 24th of February, uh, we, I am having a very affordable class on procrastination online with replays. So you can go to aboutprogress.com slash procrastination. 
This is also the last week to enroll to my progress program. Now we will not be opening up doors likely until fall, if not even late fall because of things that are going to happen this year for my family. So will you please do yourself a favor and at least go check it out. Go to aboutprogress.com slash progress program. This is where I help you get unstuck in ways that stick. This is where I help you uncover the more that is within you that you are just wanting to discover for yourself. Again, go to aboutprogress.com slash progress program. I'm going to set up our growth spurt today by telling you a very short story. Um, Before I married Brad, I dated someone else where everyone, all my friends, all the people that I went to church with said that we were quote unquote unofficially engaged. Now I have my own bone to pick with that, um, that I'm clearly not very resentful of. And that's a joke. Anyway, I am thinking though, I remember that he was coming to pick me up for a date on Valentine's Day. And as he was coming and I was getting ready, I was realizing, oh my goodness, what if he decides to propose? And I felt really scared. (laughs) And knowing that I didn't want to get engaged, but I also had no idea how I could say no. So I actually imagined myself saying yes, just to avoid saying no to a really good person, you know, that I had a lot of history with and all this stuff. And that's thinking back now where I realize I almost said the biggest yes of my life when I really meant no. And how representative this is of my lack of development at that point in my life, my lack of maturity, and how better I know it is now to say yes when you mean yes, and to guard those yeses, and to say no when you mean no. Now, earlier on this month, I asked our community what they thought about our theme, self-respect, and I loved one person's response. She said, it's when I say yes, when I mean yes, and no, when I mean no. And my thought to that was, heck yeah, sister. And ever since I read that comment, I've been thinking more and more about how we need to guard our yeses as a sign of self-respect. And I thought about that for three reasons. Number one, I'm reading a book called Boundaries by Henry Cloud, I believe. And we're doing this for our membership group. Um, We have a monthly Grow Yourself book club. So that's why I've been reading it. And it really is a book on how Christians need to stand by their own boundaries. And a big part of that is guarding their yeses and saying no when they mean it too. It's a really incredible book and I highly recommend it. So I've been thinking a lot about boundaries in general and about how this is the way that we show respect to ourselves and respect to others is by having those boundaries internal, internally and externally. The second reason I've been thinking about this is because as a podcaster, I personally experience every single day people who don't guard their yeses. And when I say this, and this is not me trying to moan about anyone or anything, this is just human nature. Um, I get people all the time who say, yes, I would love to be on your podcast and they don't mean it. So later on, they won't ever respond to my follow-up emails or signing up for an interview time and, and you get ghosted. Or the flip side to that is I also get people who instead of just saying, oh, no, thanks, this isn't for me right now, or thank you very much, but we're not the right fit, they just ignore me instead of saying no. Um, So this is something I experience on a day-to-day basis. And you know, I'm not bitter about it. It just has helped me recognize in myself when I do the same thing, 
when I say a yes and I didn't mean it and I ghost people or I show up with resentment or when I should be saying no, but I'm ignoring the requests or ghosting people. The third reason why I've been thinking a lot about guarding our yeses is Shonda Rhimes. She wrote this book called The Year of Yes. And I read that probably a year and a half, two years ago. And it was an incredible book. And I really took a lot of what she said there and acted it out. So last year, I've told you this before, was my year of yes, um, thanks to Shonda Rhimes' inspiration. But I forgot one important part of that book. She also said that saying yes and having a year where she was trying to say yes as much as possible strangely actually meant that she also said no more than usual because she realized that saying no meant yeses in other ways and vice versa. So just as importantly as it is that we need to guard our yeses, we also need to guard our noes and be more inclined to say no. So as a recovering perfectionist, I'd also say that I'm a recovering people pleaser. I love saying yes to people, but oftentimes this means I have said too many yeses and not because I could really do the things that they are asking me to do. It's more because I didn't want to to disappoint those people. When we say yes and we don't mean it, we're really doing a selfish thing. It's more about us and how we want to be perceived than really performing acts of service and doing duties that we need to do because we are prioritizing them, we value them, we have the time, and we're willing to put in the time for it. The reverse of that, us saying yes when we don't mean it, actually means we are taking in the process far more than we are giving. We are demanding we are perceived in a certain way, and we're bringing an energy to the table that really isn't a giving energy. So I mentioned that sometimes we can say yes and show up with resentment, and I think that is the worst way to show up. How many of us do things with resentment that we've said yes to and we show up with anger or we we are having this attitude or even within our own home, we do things around the home with resentment. Now, we talked about saying no last month in an episode with Becky Higgins. A yes to one thing is a no to something else. That's what we talked about. And we and we wanted to ask you, what are you saying no to when you say yes to something else? So I want you to think about it again. When you say yes to some things, what are you saying no to in the process? Are you saying no to time with your family? Are you saying no to your own exercise, your own mental and spiritual health? Are you saying no to your marriage, to your own kids, to your work, your career, your own wellness and peace of mind. When you say yes, what are you saying no to? I am going to tell you now how I anchor into guarding my yeses and how I've worked so hard at this as a recovering perfectionist and a recovering people pleaser. Here are just three of my strategies to how I guard my yeses. Number one is this. I say this phrase. Let me get back to you. That builds in some time for me to really evaluate. And often I can come back and say a solid yes, but that gives me some space to really look at my calendar, really evaluate what's going on in my life and my family and my own internal um, mind, what's going on for me so that I know better if a yes is a real yes or a yes that I am willing to make the sacrifices for to make happen because they line up with my priorities. Let me get back to you. Number two, making no thank you and sorry I can't right now and thank you so much for asking but this isn't the right fit my default more than the yeses get good at saying some classy and compassionate no's I've actually had to say a lot of no's this year I told you last year is a yes 
year and this year is a no year. And that has meant I have had to say no to people that I've said yes to in the past. And I have learned that doing so in a classy but compassionate way is very well respected. I have yet to have a person who hasn't been happy with me. And, you know, externally, they haven't gotten angry. They've respected my nose. And if someone doesn't in the future, because I'm sure that will come up, I know that means more about them than it does about me. So make your classy, compassionate nose the default. Number three, sticking with my gut. Even when it's awkward, even when I know I have displeased someone, even when I know that I'm going to be perceived as someone who is not doing my part or being serviceable to others, even when it's awkward, I do my best to anchor in to what I can control instead of trying to control other people's feelings and sticking with my gut and, and, and sticking to what I think I know is the right answer and not talking myself out of it. That's the trick, right? Now, before I let you go, I do want to acknowledge there's a balance to this. Often we do things we don't want to do because they line up to our greater priorities. I don't love to do laundry, but I do it because it lines up with my priorities of caring for my family and having an orderly home. So this is my fourth and final suggestion. I know I said three, but here's my fourth one. Know who you are. Know what your priorities are. Know what your values are. And that way, you are better equipped to guard your yeses for when they do line up with who you are and who you want to be. This is why I can say yes to going on a field trip, even when I don't want to, because it reflects my priorities of being with my children in different ways. This is even why I can say yes to writing uh, a post or producing this podcast when I don't want to because of how it lines up to who I want to be. Next month, I will do a follow-up growth spurt on how to do things you don't feel like doing. And that's my balance to this equation of guarding our yeses is also how to say yes when we don't feel like it. But today, again, I want to encourage you to do what you can to guard those yeses. And I'm going to review my four points. Let me get back to you. Make a classy and compassionate no, your default answer three, sticking with your gut and anchoring into what you can control instead of other people's feelings. And fourth and final, know who you are. I hope this was helpful. And if again, you would like to participate in my online procrastination class, go to aboutprogress.com slash procrastination and enrollment for my progress program is going to close this Saturday. Aboutprogress.com slash progress program is where you can learn way more and enroll before the doors close until the fall. I want to thank you so much for listening and for being here. Keep growing, my friends, and remember that life is about progress, not perfection. What are you doing? Hi. High five. You're silly. Okay, bye-bye. Is that all you wanted? Yeah, that's all you wanted. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.